0: Two, three, four. In this... I know that we are just musicians hired And our time is up So here's the Knights of Vader Impressive Most impressive A big thank you to Eninspiriority Complex for providing our theme song It is October 29th, 2020 My name is Zach Weber And folks, I imagine if there are any of you currently listening to this which God bless you, I hope that you are um you're probably surprised by this i know it's no surprise to any of our dedicated fan maximo that uh, my mia has been long long god known amongst the knights of Ader fan group it's been almost six months now since my uh leave of absence where i went to the island of octo to contemplate my existence but with it being the eve of the mandolinian and yes folks I'm not letting that go. It's always going to be the mandolinian to me. I figured it'd be a good time to reintroduce myself to the podcast, as well as just kind of explain to everybody what's been going on, why I kind of left abruptly, why the podcast kind of went on hiatus so uh, out of nowhere, and where we're going from here. Um, first things first, uh, the podcast is not over. Uh, I apologize profusely for what how I've kind of, the radio silence that I've been giving when it comes to Knights of Vader. I've really gone not just radio silent on the Facebook group or the Twitter account, the Instagram. I've pretty much removed all social media in my life for the last six months. Um, I still look at things occasionally, but nothing, nothing on a regular basis. And I have to admit, it's actually rather nice to be insulated from the nonsense of the current world, um, I'm not going to deny that in the slightest, but um, that's kind of why I, because the reason why I'm doing this episode, I guess I put the big thing out first, that we will be covering uh, The Mandalorian Season 2, how can we not, especially considering that it's probably going to be the last major Star Wars thing we get for a while, considering that Hollywood's been uh, more or less shut down like everything else. Um, I, I think after Mandolinian season two, I wouldn't even know what's next on the docket. I think it might might be Calrissian, Endor, or the Obi wan series. It's I think it's anyone's guess. I, I think they're probably still tooling those shows, so it's gonna be a wild. Never mind <laughs> when we actually get a Star Wars movie again. So, uh, but yes, I uh, the podcast will continue. I don't know. I, I definitely kind of want to do what we did last time, where we talk about episodes weekly. Um, I the Thursday schedule that we were doing for how many years? I have to say is probably not going to continue, just because that sort of schedule does not work for me. Um, I can't. And probably does not work for my fellow co-host. Uh, I. That's the thing. Is I again. I, I the big thing is I want to tell everybody we're not we're not gone. Um, I don't want to say exactly that we're back because a lot of the reason why, too, well, okay, I'm trying to figure out how to explain all this in a way that's coherent and not just rambling, which I feel like I am slowly, slowly delving into right now. But the big thing I just want to say is that, again, we are going to sit there and do The Mandalorian, but there's also, I want to kind of explain to you, the dedicated listener, why I've been gone, but there's there's also the idea, too, that I want to explain why I'm gone, but I also don't want to bleed on the audience. Um, That's a broadcasting term that I've learned in recent years. Um, It's when somebody who's in in the position of, I don't want to call it, uh, the front of something entertainment-wise kind of explains what's going on in their life or their own problems, and they quote-unquote bleed on the audience. Um, I don't want to do that for many reasons because it's tacky. And it comes across very, very narcissistic, which I don't think is good for anybody. Um, But the big thing is that also I feel that kind of, not that everybody is due an explanation as to where I went, but I feel that to all the hardcore listeners out there and all the friends I've made through Knights of Vader, I do feel you're entitled to an explanation, so... I'm trying. I'm going to try to give the most abridged version of this possible without bleeding on any of you. Um, think of the, the the Black Knight from uh, the Holy Grail of Monty Python, something like that. I'm going to try not to bleed on you, but you probably get a couple spurts on you anyway. So, um, uh, is is Rob my, my Rob, Cinemalities Rob described it um, when my fellow Knights of Vader were asking what happened to me. He he, kind of phrased this term, which I think is probably the most eloquent and concise way of explaining what's happened to me this year. He said, "Zach's had a rough 2020," and in all honesty, I could not dis- I couldn't, I couldn't disagree with that. It's 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 100 spot on. Um, the first thing that kind of led me to kind of walk away from Knights of Vader back in the late spring was uh, I kind of had an idea for the podcast. Earlier this year, kind of like the winter 2019 into the, what do you want to call it, winter 2020, and how I wanted to start tackling things for this year, um, you can kind of guess the trajectory of the podcast based on a certain person that joined back in February and March. And then, to, again, not to get too specific, but I'll keep it, let's just say it this way. This person disappeared not just out of the podcast out of nowhere, but also disappeared out of my life. And it probably was the single most traumatic thing I've ever gone through in my life. Um, like I said, I don't blame that individual. But at the same time, though, no, they, they, they kind of broke me in a way that I never thought I could be broken before in my life. Um, that happened, and part of that person leaving, but that person being in my life to begin with, also uh, m- motivated me to do a lot of things in life that I've been very stagnant on. And I really got, I changed a lot of my life for this person. And then when they disappeared, they disappeared really when things were getting in motion. And I i started a whole new job, which in a way was a blessing because my previous job basically got ended when the uh, Corona apocalypse started. So in a way that was a blessing, but I basically started working 60 hour weeks and I, I was physically and mentally and emotionally exhausted every single day. I did not have the sort of mental cognitive ability to come and talk about Star Wars for two hours. Plus, there really wasn't anything to talk about. Um, it's, it's, I think I said this back in May that I felt very burned out on Star Wars. I didn't know how much more to talk about Rise of Skywalker, talk about uh, Mandalorian. I felt like I had kind of talked that to death. My opinion on it really hadn't changed much since the Mandalorian redux episode. Um, I have not rewatched it since then, actually. Uh, fun fact, but no, I really didn't have any sort of just I, I couldn't bring myself to do it. And then probably another huge thing happened in my life was that out of nowhere at the end of June, my mother got sick out of nowhere um, and, and a very, very horrible situation with the hospital where to this day, I still don't know what happened to her. But uh, she passed away about 10 days later. And those of you who know me from Cinemonties and my history on Knights of Vader, you know that my father passed away about uh, in 2016, so about four years ago as of recording this. So I, that was very, very dramatic. And what happened was, I think anybody could agree with this, Star Wars podcasting really was the least of my concerns. Um, but a weird thing kind of happened in the interim was that in the span or not a weird thing, but a weird observation I had was that in the span of a couple of months, the two most important women in my life disappeared out of my life. And again, I, I don't want to keep saying the T word because traumatic is used a lot. It's a buzzword in one way, um, but it was. But what I found myself kind of doing was Star Wars became my security blanket. In a way that it had never been before in my life. Like where I'm not I'm not being hyperbolic when I say this, but for about three weeks straight after my mother passed away, every morning I watched the ending of The Rise of Skywalker. Um there's I think it should be <laughs> I think certain people certain listeners are gonna love this. Um I think now I can say that the Rise of Skywalker may be my favorite Star Wars film. I would imagine that's probably pissing some of you off and baffling others. Um, There's probably at least that one person in the audience is like, "I knew it," and uh, but no. So that's like what happened was Star Wars became a security blanket for me. It's been in my life ever since I was six years old. It's this thing that is a. It's always been a constant in my life. I've never really wavered from it outside of that period in college where there really wasn't anything other than Clone Wars. Um, but the point being is that like I kind of didn't want to be critical of Star Wars. It was a security blanket and like anybody who's had a teddy bear that they love to sleep with or anything like that. You really don't want to criticize the things that are really you feel they're shielding you from your problems in the world. Um, and that's what Star Wars was doing to me. Like, I sat there, I like I just... Star Wars became this thing that I, I... Star Wars always meant a lot to me, obviously. I think that's been loud and clear for the last three going on four years. Um, But it really reached a whole new level that I never thought was possible. Um, but that's the thing. It's like, I really didn't know what to do with it. Because even, I think... I meant I might have mentioned this in the Festivus, like like a bunch of stuff has happened over this over this year. Clearly, um, and the scary part is we're still two months away from it being over. Um, Lord save us all. Um, but no, like certain things, like I even mentioned in Festivus last year, that I was ticked off about when it came to opportunities um, were offered to me this summer and it couldn't get me to come back to the podcast. It just didn't. And I thank Zenger, Ross, Rob, my Rob, the other Rob, Chris Porteous, everybody who kind of joined in, um, anybody who still participates in the Knights of Eater Facebook group. um, I thank you profusely because, like, I... Like, if it weren't for you, like, there probably still wouldn't be a podcast. But the point being is I thank everybody for carrying it on because for a few months here now... Um, it's going to be four months and a couple of days since my mother's passed away. I really just, I, I did not want to talk about Star Wars. Because I just felt like it, it just, I did not want to kind of tamper with that thing that's just giving me a feeling of relief right now. But um, with the more and more I just kind of I think about The Mandalorian... And just look like, well, again. It's like everything else that happens in Star Wars, as I've said ever since the podcast began, is that the Star Wars fandom is the ultimate uh, thing of the blind leading the blind, and that's just it's 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 something that I just simply cannot abide by. Um, again, I have not gone on social media in months, so I have no idea what the. Um, what, what whoever, whoever's in charge of the fandom now? I imagine someone's probably filled the power vacuum that making Star Wars once had. Um, maybe it's John Justice, host of My World, uh, My Nerd World, uh, 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 the author of the Embark trilogy. See, I see. It's been, it's been a few months since I've said it, though, but I still got it. Um, uh, but no, so like, I, I definitely want to throw my two cents in there. It's weird, even at my work, where I interact with a lot more people, infinitely more than I did in previous years in previous jobs. Um, it's fun. It's interesting talking about the Mandalorian because I am, to no one's surprise, I am the Star Wars guy at my work, out of a building that has at least, God, 60, 70 people, I am the Star Wars person, people always come up to me, I am the Star Wars guru, and I always, you, you as you know from listening to me, I always throw contrary opinions at people, they always come to me like, oh, Mandalorian's so great, and I'm just sitting there kind of like biting my tongue, I'm like, huh, huh? And they're like, well, why don't you like it? Like, why are you biting your tongue? And it's like, well, I've got a podcast for you. Um, But no, that's the thing is that like, I feel that like, sure, I can lecture my coworkers about why the Mandalorian isn't fantastic. But at the end of the day, I start going into weird sort of like rants and tangents about Cobb Vanth and the fact that Boba Fett is, like nothing really has happened to Boba Fett in how many years still. Um, And I've realized that's, that's not as much fun discussing Star Wars with people who don't know it, don't have an encyclopedic knowledge of it as my co-hosts do. Um, that's not to say I don't have Star Wars fans that I work with. I have a bunch of them. But they, they're not able to keep up with me the same way that uh, Russ Zanger and, and especially people like Chris Porteus can. So that's why I'm coming back. I, I would imagine, in all honesty, I have not told any of this outside of maybe the part of the relationship falling apart to Russ and Zanger. They do not know about my mother. Um, Rob does. Um, because I have been doing Cinemades. That's been me dipping my toe in the water, because basically, uh, peek behind the curtain, Cinemades has more or less been Rob's baby for the last six months. Probably more than that now. Um, but Nights of Vader's always been mine. It's been mine with a capital M. But now, I, I again, I still have no idea. I still work like 50 hours a week. I work a very physical job, so I am exhausted. Um, I've been up since 4 a.m. this morning as of recording this, and it's currently 7 p.m. So... Um, but yeah, I, I want to do this. I want to come back to it. I cannot promise anything after The Mandalorian Season 2 ends in December. Um, I have a bunch of Star Wars books I've purchased that I just have, don't have any time to read. I have uh, Alphabet Squadron, Shadowfall, the, the new Thrawn, the first book in the new Thrawn trilogy, or the new New Thrawn trilogy. I have the, uh, the, the Vader book about, whatever it is, not Vader book. Um whatever it is it's like goosebumps for Star Wars like m- not Galaxy of Fear um I even bought the, the the manga version of The Legends of Luke Skywalker which you know from a few years ago I absolutely love that book um I couldn't recommend it anymore I even went out and bought like one of the I think it's one of the new books Fascinating Star Wars facts which there's some stuff in there I didn't even know which I think is interesting but there's some other stuff in there that, fa- that frustrates me that they published um, I even got the lightsaber collection, which is probably one of my favorite Star Wars books of all time. It just came out a couple of weeks, I think last week. Um, phenomenal book, well worth $25, $30. Um, it's something I wish I had as a kid. Um, it gives me those feelings when I go through, when I parse through it. Um, but no, I'm sorry if I'm rambling. I know I'm going on 15 minutes now. and I, Again, <laughs> you're going to be hearing a lot of rambling in the next couple of weeks. But uh, no, with that being said, we, Knights of Vader will continue on a weekly basis for Mandalorian. Um, We'll take it from there. Again, we'll see where it goes. And as always, thank you to listener. This would not be possible if it weren't for you. I am deeply, deeply appreciative for everybody who, who participates. Um, I guess I've named just a couple of few in recording this, though, but if I've not mentioned you, I've not forgotten you. You mean the world to me. Um, this podcast has changed my life in ways that I never knew were possible, that I never could have fathomed three years ago when I started it as the Star Wars Junk Podcast. Um, as time keeps going on, there keeps to be more and more chapters being added to the book of, if the podcast ever officially ends, I will tell the story of everything that's happened. Um, so many things have come out of this podcast that I never could have imagined. It really, it's the most surreal thing, but at the same time, I am eternally thankful for it and everybody who's, um, joined in along the way, both as, a uh, Um, fellow podcasters and his listeners. Um, And at the end of the day, folks, may the Force be with you. One, two, three.